There it is. You got me all right, Dan? Yeah, what up, dudes? Uh, not much, man. How you been? Not bad about that. The cats were arguing, and I had to go clean that up. Here, let me fix these lights. You're good, man. Don't worry about it. There. That looks a little better. <clears throat> My bad about, like, the whole weekend. Like I said, it's... I'm free, but that's like when I devote all my time to my girl. So no, tr trust me, I, I get it a thousand percent. My girlfriend's, I live in Florida. My girlfriend's in Ohio. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So anytime I get a chance with her, you know, I, I take advantage of that. Um, but uh, let's let's start this off right. So uh, Daniel Rajov, am I pronouncing that right? Rajov. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's the American way to say it, but yeah, <laughs> that works. That's better than gotcha. most people. Awesome. Awesome. Glad to hear that. Um, let's start off with a little bit about you. So you're a power lifter, kind of fitness influencer. Why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Um, yeah, I guess originally when I first started lifting, it was just for sports. Mm -hmm. um, and then I found out I was kind of strong for what I was doing. And one of my friends, actually Nick Tiger, I don't know if you know who he is, but I know the name. He used to work out with like Black Tom Cruise and Larry all back in the day. He got okay. me into powerlifting. I went to high school with him. Um, and then I just never really competed too often because I thought I wasn't good enough. And now here I am. So. Yeah, I was going to say, now you're strong as shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, that's the only <laughs> way to describe it, man. Uh, congrats on that. Uh, how long have you been lifting for? Uh, coming up in September, it'll be about 16 years. Jesus, I can't even We're imagine that. I'm on, there. I'm on like six years now. So yeah. I got another 10 to go. Yeah, I mean, the only time I really ever took off of the gym was going into college for about a month. Mm -hmm. I took a month and a half off. And other than that, I've never taken a long period of time off from the gym. So 16 years. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm with you there, man. I've only in my six years, I know six isn't the same as 16, but I haven't taken more than probably a week or two weeks off the longest I took off was probably two and a half to three weeks because I just got, I just got ACL surgery. I'm, right. a, I'm a football player before uh, anything else with lifting. Okay. Lift, you know, lifting, what position do you play? Uh, center. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Lifting doesn't pay for college. So, yeah. well, you know, you got to take advantage of that while I can. Um, but anyways, you go to the bathroom? Hang on. <laughs> you're good, man. You're good. Don't worry about it. Go. Go potty. um so you mentioned that you got into lifting for sports what sports did you play uh so i played football uh basketball baseball and then travel hockey okay as a kid so i was pretty much doing everything um i used to go to a sports camp over the summer and i would just play like a lot of weird games like european handball um just a lot of different things over there okay and uh yeah that's i just love sports all right. All right. I'm, I'm with you there. Um, what, what kind of made you uh, decide to make that transition? Into specifically powerlifting or? or? Well, first into focusing mainly on fitness and then transition into mainly powerlifting. Okay. Um, so I guess when I was in high school, I had to make a choice. Like, obviously, you can't play three sports year round and be yeah. the best in all three of them. Um, and I was nowhere near the best at any of them. So I kind of loved football the most, and I figured I would play football and then train in the offseason like most kids do. Yeah, that's what and I then, do. Um, yeah, I guess in college, I didn't really get 
I got a good amount of offers for like D3 and D2 schools, but mm-hmm. nowhere really D1. And then I just figured I would just focus, focus on, on lifting. lifting from there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, with you. I'm kind of with you there. You know, I had a lot of D3s, a lot of D2s. I'm at a division two school right now. Then right. Um, I had a preferred walk on FAU, but uh, go be a nobody at a giant school and ride the bench and probably drop out after a few years or go to a school where I can make an immediate impact. Right. That's how, that's how know? I viewed it. I was like, am I going to play in the NFL going D3? Probably, probably not. not. Yeah. Right. I could be the best D3 player out there. And there's like the chance of me going to the NFL are like zero. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's how I looked at it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Looking back at it now, I guess I kind of regret it. Um, I kind of never thought I was good enough. So, yeah, that's here we why. Are. Yeah, here we are now. So I'm yeah. still, I still don't think I'm good enough, which is why I'm trying to keep pushing, man. It's, well, I, I definitely think you're you're better than your ear top tier when it comes to powerlifting, man. You're let's get into your training a little bit. Um, you're ridiculously strong, man. Anybody who's listening who doesn't know, like who doesn't follow Daniel here. Um, I came across you on TikTok, actually. Uh, I think it was a while ago, like before I even started, like really posting videos. I used to post like the worst, most cringy <laughs> videos before I started posting, like <laughs> lifting specific stuff, which is where I kind of build, built a small base, but a base nonetheless. Um, and I think it was like, I think it was one of your 405 overhead press videos where I was just like, Jesus Christ. Like that's, that's ridiculous. I can barely, before I hurt my knee, I was lucky to, to maybe, maybe on a good day after training for a jerk 405, but a strict press is just, just, I mean, ridiculous. that's still strong. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> you're it, saying that like, that's not a big deal. Like for, for the way, the way I, I look at it, like with, I, I compete in Olympic lifting. And okay. my goal is obviously Team USA down the line within yeah. the next eight years, hopefully fucking Olympics. Those there's not I actually look at some of your weights. videos. You got some pretty good clean and jerks, man. Yeah, I thank you. At that and being absolutely thank amazed. You. So. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, that was that was always the goal. So then with that, I always like compare myself to like guys like Kane Wilkes right now in the U.S. Right. You know, who's obviously the top, the best. Uh, super heavyweight in the United States anyways. And then I look at guys in other countries and then I look at guys in my age group, but in there's this kid, his name's like Enzo. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. I don't know if you've ever seen him. He's got a little bit of clout on Instagram, but he's like, I think he's from the Netherlands and he's a super heavyweight and he's my age, born in 2001. And <laughs> yeah, my age, born... it's my cat. She wants attention. Hey, hey, cats! Uh, I've never been a huge cat person, but but like ever since my my, uh, my, my black cow, she's scared, and then I've got a bang. <laughs> my dog over here, Bane. Oh wow, hey, buddy, he's gorgeous. So, yeah, yeah he's he's a big boy. I got two Airedale Terriers. Um, they're phenomenal dogs. I'm huge, huge dog person. Became more of a cat person with uh, my girlfriend has a cat. So I didn't have much of a choice into learning to become a cat person. <laughs> with yeah, anyways. I mean, we've got two pits and five cats right now. So Jesus. It's, a, it's a full house. I, I bet, man. I bet. But um, yeah, I was talking about that Enzo kid. He's ridiculous. He's clean and jerk. And like, I think he clean and jerked like 
217, 217 kilograms at yeah. the Junior World Championships, which just for our like age 485, group, something somewhere. like that. Yeah, right. something like that, which is fucking for the people who don't, who don't know kilos. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it's impressive. It's definitely impressive. But um, anyways, back back to your lifts. What would you say your favorite lifts are? And with those favorite lifts, what are your best numbers with those? Um, Like my favorite moment in lifting, like you're saying like overhead press wise, bench press, like, or what's, just like my favorite lift that what's I've your, ever had. What's your favorite lift to train? Oh, and then what, um, what would you say is like your favorite moment with that lift? Okay. Well, I, so I'm going to, I'm going to say it, it changes. Okay. All right. So like, for example, if I'm having like a really rough week or a really rough month, I absolutely love deadlifting. Yeah. Cause I feel like the deadlift is something you can go 110% on and it's either you lift it or you don't. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I, I agree hundred percent. It's always, it's always hit or miss. Like, right. It, it, so it it's, all depends on how you're feeling. The deadlift to me is kind of like my biggest stress reliever when it comes to the gym. And that's a huge part of why I work out. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a, a place for me to just kind of get rid of all my pent up stress, whatever anger. I don't even know. I'm a pretty not angry person. My dog is. <laughs> no, like, I, like I said, I, I get it. But yeah, so I would say it, it changes. Obviously, my favorite to train would be bench. Um, just because it's my best lift, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean I look forward to benching every day. Um, overhead press, I love training a, a ton, but at the same time, it's like it's hit or miss whether I'm gonna black out on a warm up at like three fifteen. Yeah, and that just kills my mood. Um, mm-hmm. Like, let's say for you, like you can clean and jerk three fifteen every every day of the week, but let's say one day it just it's just not there. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've had that happen. Awful. You're just feeling like garbage, dog shit. Like it's just right. brutal. Yeah. So and it just kind of ruins it for you, and then your whole session's just dead. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess I would say it's my bench or my deadlift, and um, I guess my proudest moment would be when I pulled 705, just cold. I walked in. So for me, my deadlift had stalled out at around 680. For okay. about three years, um, <clears throat> just because I kind of like, uh, so I, I train myself. I'm self coached, mm-hmm. and uh, recently that's changed up. But over the past, I would say ten years, or I would say maybe even longer, like sixteen years, technically, I've been self coached. So doing form analysis and and changing my form was very difficult for me to kind of figure out where I need to adjust things. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. So I was just a kind of grip and rip deadlifter, uh, rounded back. My form was terrible and it, I stalled out for three to four years at around 680. Um, switched to sumo for about two months. I pulled 725, but I hitched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it was kind of, I was really happy, but at the same time, it's kind of, I cheated the lift. Yeah. It, it's a, it's um, a solid number to train off of, but you can't call it like your, your. Yeah. I can't call it a legit PR. Plus I had, I think I had straps. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I was around like two thirty though. And then um, just recently I bulked up to like two seventy five over the past two years. It's been brutal. <laughs> um, I'm, I struggle to breathe and stuff like that. 
I'm with and, you there. Uh, I'm 310. I was going to start my hypertrophy program with uh, my friend Joe Corsi. And the week before starting it, I hadn't deadlifted in about two weeks or maxed out in like a year. I was like, mm -hmm. I'm just going to go and max out, see where I'm at for the program and let him know. And I pretty much went in unpeaked and pulled 705 relatively easily. Uh, so for me, that was kind of like a huge, like something I had been trying to get for the past five years, if that yeah. makes sense. Absolutely. Um, and I'm sure once I break into like 675, 700 pound bench, that'll change. I'll be mm -hmm. like, my bench will be my proudest moment. But believe it or not, my deadlift is, is probably my favorite. So I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, let's talk competing a little bit. So first off, I, in your recent stuff on your socials, I haven't seen anything really regarding competing. Um, yeah. But I, from what I've heard, I'm pretty sure you have competed before. Yes. Yes. I've competed twice. Uh, and they were both when I was 23. Huh? Uh, so about five years ago, mm -hmm. um, I had a 1745 total at 242 in my RPS meet, which was my first meet. Mm hmm and I went eight for nine, I think. No, Still no, no. Very I went, impressive. I went seven for nine. Still um, very impressive. Yeah. I went seven for nine. My second bench attempt, I dumped on my chest. It actually Ooh. rolled out of my hands. Ouch. And uh, my third deadlift attempt, they said I had soft knees on lockout. So uh. I missed that. But uh, then my second meet ever was USPA, I believe, or U.S. APL, yeah, I don't remember. I, yeah, I don't know all the powerlifting federations, but I got you. And um, I think I went five for nine there um, and had a 17.29 total, but I weighed in at 230. Okay, so, so 12-pound difference, that kind of accounts for that. Right. I had a higher Wilkes, I believe. Okay. Um, and I had actually – I was training at around 250 back then. Mm-hmm. And everyone kind of got in my head and told me I was not going to make weight. And 10 days out, I started incorporating a little bit more cardio mm -hmm. and I cut down to 230. So <laughs> yeah, 20 pounds in 10 days. Over there. Yeah. But okay. yeah, like one of, one of the things about competing, I guess why I haven't really talked about it much. I, like I said, I've always been harsh on myself. I never felt mm -hmm. like I was good enough. Mm -hmm. um, so when I was 23, after that second meet, I was so like disappointed in myself. I was like, I'm not going to compete until I bench 500. All right. And then I started benching 500. And then I was like, well, now I'm, I'm having so much progress doing hypertrophy. Why not just go to 600? Why not just keep pushing until I feel ready? Because you mm -hmm. said you compared yourself to that Enzo guy, right? Yeah. So for me, when I was growing up, I was comparing myself to, for example, Larry Wheels, uh, yep. Kevin Oak. Yep. Um, Ernie Lillybridge was like way out of my league. Pete Rubish, all of these mm -hmm. insane lifters. Larry was a 242 back then. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking to myself, like, uh, I have a 17, 1800 total. And these guys are totaling over 2K. Like, what's the point of me even competing? Yeah. And that actually set me back a ton. Because if I had competed more often, I'm sure I would be either more relevant in the sport or I would be a bigger social media presence. I don't know. Or I would just have more experience. Yeah, the meat um, experience is huge. Right, so meat experience. So for a lot of kids out there who are listening, uh, if you don't feel good enough and you don't feel like competing, just do it. You're going to have fun. Don't compare yourself to the best in the world because eventually you might get there. 
you never know. Um, I never thought I would be where I'm at, and now I'm here. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> wise, wise words of advice. I'm I'm with you. That's kind of how I am with like this whole social media thing. Like I see all these like. I guess technically I'm a fitness influencer on TikTok. And even though like that wasn't the intention, I just kind of, I honestly was just kind of in a shitty place. And I started using TikTok as like a training log. Yeah. And the videos just kind of did fairly well. Um, but if I hadn't like just taken that leap of faith, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have had the confidence to like start this show and, and decide to potentially pursue this as like a potential career path along with like coaching and and doing a lot more with the fitness world instead of, you know, limiting myself to wanting to just be stuck at like a desk job for out uh-huh. graduate college, which is what right. I, I like. I couldn't see myself doing that or at least being happy doing that. That's the thing. A lot of people don't realize with social media now is that this sport, there's so much potential to make it a, a career. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for example, Damien Janap, I don't know if you know who he is. Damien. He, uh, is, he the, uh, is he the 17 year old? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. He just turned 17. He just set the all-time drug-tested world record for his age and weight, uh, and he just got sponsored by Larry Wheels and Gaspar. So, for him to do that at such a young age, like he could easily turn that into a career. A hundred percent. And for you, in fact, like you just said, like you're somewhat of an influencer. You know, I don't know how big your influence is or not, but you could easily program. You know, you have your your podcast right now um, and all of that. Like anyone can pretty much turn this into a career. They just have to want it. You know, exactly. Exactly. You know, and, and finding that motivation could be a pain in the ass sometimes because I know like everything, like every job I've had, you know, I'm only barely 20 years old. Every job I've had has been like, you know, working in a restaurant, working in retail, having right. a set schedule, having somebody tell me what to do and all that stuff. Whereas this, it's like it's self-motivated. Like I have to have the energy to schedule interviews and I have to have the energy to put videos together. Like you wouldn't believe the amount of time I've spent just trying to fucking figure out how to work a video editor software on my computer. Like, (laughs) right. right. So difficult, but uh, I'm, I'm with you there, man. Um, Moving forward a little bit. um, Obviously again, you're ridiculously strong. Would you ever consider uh, training for strongman? Absolutely. Um, it just seems like it's definitely, definitely in your wheelhouse. So again, like I said, I'm always, I'm actually getting goosebumps thinking about it. <laughs> um, so I've always been so like harsh on myself. I never thought I would be good enough and I never thought I would make it. And now I'm sitting here like looking at my overhead press and uh, all of these lifts they do in strong man and my, mm-hmm. my strength compared to these 450 pound athletes. And I'm like, I'm not there, but I'm, pretty dang close just think about if you, you tacked, i don't i don't know if you want to but just think about if you tacked on another 25 pounds you know right how, how, how much stronger you'd be so if i could i would honestly i'm trying my best um yeah. everyone says like just put on another 50 pounds put on another 75 it's, pounds it's, like you don't want to do it the <laughs> you don't want to do it I the do, wrong way i would love to do that you know i'm like, saying you don't want you definitely don't want to do it like the wrong way like i could i could gain 10 pounds by next week if i just fucking McDonald's every day let me let me give you an example so I went from 240 to about 275 in let's say a year and a half okay obviously it was not all lean muscle a lot of it was probably fat at first yeah and I struggled to put on shoes I would like I, I couldn't sleep um I would snore just sitting up like 
I know that sounds ridiculous, but I would be awake and I would start snoring. And like my girlfriend would have to like hit me or I would be breathing so heavy. It's, it's really hard to hold yeah. this weight. And yeah. a lot of, I mean. It's also just where you're like, how tall are you? If you don't mind. I'm six two. Yeah. Okay. So you could, I, I'm, I'm the same height as you, but I, I'm, I'm with you there. Like my frame, I've always been heavy. Okay. You know so I mean? for me, I was, I was I've around 170 okay. before I started lifting. Okay. Um, I've always been lanky, super lean. I have mm-hmm. very thin wrists and ankles. So it's like, it's like that athletic build that they say, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Um, so for me to put on all this weight, it's just, it's hard. Like I'll eat nonstop. Like right now, like I said, I'm around 275, 280. And I'm just starting to, I've been this weight for about, I think six months, maybe more. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I hit my 655 bench PR was, uh, when I was around 265, I believe. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just maintaining this weight. And if I can get up to 300, I would love to. And if mm-hmm. I can keep slowly pushing it up, like I'm only, sorry, my dog was growling at something. <laughs> um, I'm only 27. So like it may be another 10 years. I'll be, who knows? Yeah. 75 to hundred pounds heavier. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I feel like I could actually, you know, it's give like competitive strongman money. Absolutely, and and with a sport like strongman, it's not like it's not like Olympic lifting or a lot of other sports where like you age out. Like with Olympic lifting, I like people stop competing in their, their early thirties. Yeah, um, it, like I don't see myself competing in Olympic lifting beyond like thirty-one or thirty. Right. Or honestly, once I do, what I do I'm 20. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so I, like I said, I got a long, long way to go, yeah, yeah. but, um, you know, with strongmen, I'm seeing competitive strongmen be how old, how old are Eddie Hall and Brian Shaw? Like they're, they're gotta be I, in their, their mid thirties. I think in their mid to late thirties. Yeah. I, I think Eddie well, I know like Eddie's, 34? Eddie's retired, but, um, well, from strongman anyways, he's still fucking boxing. Right. Um, but I know Brian Shaw just competed. He actually just lost. Um, to Isn't he like 40? Tom, Jesus Christ. I'm in my garage right now. Sorry about that. You're um, fine, bro. I got bugs who are flying in because if I don't keep the door open, I'll sweat beyond belief. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's yeah. why I'm here shirtless, dude. I'm, I run hot. My bad. <laughs> exactly. so. No, you're, trust me, it, it's not not a problem. Um, yeah, a Brian Shaw has got to be 40, and and he just was you know the runner up at World's Strongest Man 2021. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, like, you're, you're you're definitely not going to age age out by any means. As long as I can stay healthy, dude. I'm like I said, that's definitely that's a, also a huge dream I would too. love to do. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably honestly either transition into that or maybe even do a bodybuilding show after I hit my, my goals in powerlifting. Mm-hmm. I can see proportionally, that. like I have decent proportions. I'm at a decently low body fat percentage for the weights I'm lifting. Mm-hmm. Obviously I'm nowhere near as lean as like Larry or uh, what is his name? Sean Hunt, Shane Hunt, I think. Shane I don't Hunt. remember his yeah, name. Yeah. Shane I, Hunt. I, I see him on TikTok all the time. Yeah. That kid is a beast, but like yeah. they're all sitting at around like six to 8% and they're just freaks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm probably more like twelve, maybe fifteen right now. Mm-hmm. So still, still, I would like very lean though. Lean. I'm sure. I'm sure you could get there. It's just you'd have to change up your training, like you know, significantly. Oh, yeah, it would probably even help me in the long run if I did like 
a whole bodybuilding hypertrophy phase instead of a powerlifting yeah. hypertrophy phase. You know? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Or even strongman. Like I said, I, I love it. You know, I posted a video. The, the reason I brought that up was because I posted a video of me and Eddie Hall side by side, both doing 495 on incline. Mm -hmm. I saw that. And you were. This is like a speed comparison. Yeah. And everyone was giving me so much hate. And I was <laughs> like, I, I'm not doing it because I'm saying I'm better or I'm, I'm, stronger you're or saying you're stronger. like like you're there i was like it's not even that i, I was like it, this is a guy i looked up to my whole career mm -hmm. right like who is in olympic lifting like your favorite athlete uh fuck me um like i know i love klokov like klokov yeah, is amazing. oh lasha lasha, lasha there you go yeah so now imagine if like in one of your training clips you did the exact same thing he did in one of his training clips i i uh, I'd be speechless, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't, like I couldn't do that natural, you know, like that'd so, be ridiculous. I gotcha. I yeah. definitely so get it. I was it, like, you know? this it is just, just so speakers. cool to yeah. me that, that I was able to just like, even look at, at my video side by side with his. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even really post it for the, for the TikTok. It was more for myself. Cause I was mm -hmm. like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you a hundred percent, man. That's, yeah. that's, it's an unbelievable feeling. You know, that's how, that's kind of how I felt with like, in the like high school recruiting process, granted division one schools, it didn't work out, but I would get, right. and again, it was all kind of just stuff, people blowing smoke up my ass and stuff. When I was like my, my sophomore year going into my junior year, I had a lot of interest from some like, like big time schools. Like I was getting mm -hmm. mail from, I got a letter from FSU a couple times. And that was like huge for me. I was like, yeah, oh, shit, like Florida state, like, right. Like ACC, fucking who I don't even know who the coach was at the time because they go through coaching like crazy but um so I'm I'm with you there and the first my first thought was like wow like I could play at that level like I yeah. I've gotten to the point where like I'm almost at like my dream which yeah you know, you're like yeah, you're yeah, starting yeah. it's something you've worked towards your whole life and exactly. you're like wow this is happening exactly exactly you know? granted so. you know didn't pan out that way but also reality hits and I'm a six foot two uh six foot two center with solid brains but you know mediocre feet so <laughs> right right i mean that's the thing it's Again, like that like, yeah everyone everyone comment on my video and they're like okay go deadlift 500 kilo now and i'm like bro that's, I can't that's not the point 400 <laughs> like I, yeah. I i know he's stronger than me i know he log presses more i know he deadlifts more i know he squats more mm -hmm. this one lift that's the only thing i'm focusing on like <laughs> yeah, I'm with i just thought it was cool man dude that that's unbelievable feeling i saw that clip actually it wasn't until it was it was after it was viral because before every interview that i do because i pull people from like social media i'll go through mm -hmm. their feeds and, and see what they post and stuff and um like i i believe i saw that and i remember seeing that and i was like holy shit like that's that's something else man right uh, um let's see what else let's let's wrap things up with one more point that i think will be a solid solid talking point here um is there anything that you see on the gym today in the gym today or on social media that like pisses you off that gets you going right. um just putting people down honestly i'm with you like, oh it's like uh it's the alpha there was, beta there was TikTok. a there was a tiktok about uh it was like uh, you probably saw it because a bunch of people like stitched it 
and uh, but it was a video of a guy saying you know happy pride month to anybody who right does, who can't deadlift, who can't deadlift three, plates. three plates and then right. oh, fuck, i would, was dying because somebody stitched it and there's that strong man who is gay yeah yeah world's strongest guy yeah yeah ridiculously strong world's strongest gay exactly that's a yeah. scandal and i remember seeing that and i was like that that was the best way to put that guy in his place but i'm i'm with you there man like there's there's so much negativity surrounding just the fit not even not the fitness world but like the lifting world because lifting is just that thing it's like natural it's gonna naturally bring out like that like alpha instinct yeah i get that instinct but like there's you don't have to don't put people down because of it because everybody starts somewhere like i remember when i first started lifting i was fucking 230 pounds fat little high school freshman benching you know 90 pounds barely right you know so i will never put somebody down for that i remember people like seniors and the seniors on my high school team at the time you know giving me shit for it laughing at me for it because they're like oh this fat kid's fucking you know yeah that's what they'll say and you're like all right well i'm just new like i just want to learn how to do it exactly you know it's like take a fucking middle schooler and try and teach him calculus (laughs) it's not gonna work work. yeah exactly but i don't know just for me it's like i've been there like you said you were benching 90 pounds when you first started i probably was benching just the bar you know i don't remember i started working out when i was like 12 and i remember just people telling me like i wasn't ever gonna do anything you know what i mean and look at you and uh and i kept working and i had like you said you had seniors make fun of you i had some seniors in my school tell me they would work out with me and help me become like one of the better athletes in the school yeah with that said that that reminds me of there's this kid well i shouldn't say this kid he's one of my closest friends he's one of the few like kids from that team specifically that i'm like still in touch with to this day yeah because he was designated as my he was a smart kid too and i was smart in high school and he was designated my mentor for the you know like nerd i call it the nerd club the advanced placement club that we were in right and um and with that before we even got into that, he took me kind of under his wing in the weight room. He was like, I want to work out with you. I want to work yeah. out with you. We're going to get you strong. And he was smaller than me, too. He was a running back. Mm-hmm. But um, he kind of took me under his wing from that respect and then took me under his wing from the social aspect and everything. And that kind of changed everything for me. So shout out to Tommy if he fucking listens to this. I'll send shout it out to him. Tommy. Shout out to Tommy. Exactly. Um, but yeah, man, I didn't mean to cut you off there. That just Oh, you're fine, bro. Like, that's. Dude, it's, it, this is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to talk and figure things out. You know what I mean? It's not oh, just absolutely. me here talking. Absolutely. But, uh, but yeah, like I had a lot of people tell me they would help me out. And I looked up to them a lot. and They just never fell through. So I just try and, I don't know. That's why I try and respond to everyone and mm-hmm. make sure everyone knows that it doesn't matter if you're 10 years old benching three plates or whatever, you're doing good work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you're 10 years old, a bunch of three plays, <laughs> that's insane. But you know what I mean? Like, no, I, I know exactly what you mean. I get messages all the time. They're like, hey, I'm I'm in eighth grade and I benched 135. Is that good? Like, yeah, you're doing better that's, than everyone else. Like, that's something that that I hate those messages because I get the same thing for the sole reason of like what you said. Like people feel the need that they have to get. And I understand why they want that validation because they're comparing themselves to other people, you know, and, and I completely understand that. But like, I, I don't think 10 year old kids or 12 year old, 13 year old kids or anybody just getting into lifting should feel as if they need 
to get that validation. Like, right. Well, like the they thing should, is, dude, you know, I get it, you know, cause the way social media is and the way everything's presented to people, it's like, Oh fuck. Like I'm lifting this weight. They're lifting that weight. Let I got to catch up. Let me put it this way. So for me, all right. How often do you think I max out? Of, as like a regular general Instagram scroller or from like what I figure, what I actually Just think. What you actually think. How okay. often do you think I max out on bench? Probably every year, every two years. Exactly. Once, yeah. once, maybe every six months if I'm lucky. Yeah. Okay. Now you have all these kids who scroll through my Instagram and they see me lift these insane weights. Obviously, I'm not going to post my 80% three by 10. <laughs> no one wants to see that. You know what yeah, I mean? So of course. on top of that, like all these kids are, are working out with people they look up to in their high school who are maybe a grade above them. And they just want to max out as often as possible. Mm -hmm. And that's why I've been trying to push this hypertrophy program because kids don't realize you need to train hypertrophy in order to grow. You need to get bigger. You need to get stronger. And then you can max out, you know, mm -hmm. five months, whatever. Or your old max will start becoming your working sets of three. Mm -hmm. Like, sorry for just changing. Okay, my cat. <laughs> sorry for just going off, off topic for a second. No, like, you're, you're good. Like you said, we're here to talk. People, people see my overhead press, right? And they say, how can you work up to 405 all the time on your standing press? Well, technically my max is 440. So that's only yeah. 90%. So you're hitting 90%. That's 90%. Yeah. I hit that's 90% probably once every like two weeks, like right. fairly, fairly often. Yeah. Right. So for me, the way my training works is I generally, I do auto regulation. So I'll generally work up to close to 90% and based on how that moves, my program changes. Okay. Um, so on bench, it'll be around, you know, 585, which is insanely heavy, but that's still only 90%. Yeah. So that, I think that's actually less than 90%. For you, it's not, it's not, it's not insanely heavy for you. Right. Basically. That's like a kid that's who benches 225 working up to, let's say 190. Yeah. You know, obviously I, I, made it a little bit more than that's like 87 percent, but you know they can go up to 190 yeah. pretty much any any day of the week mm -hmm. and that should be a good working set you know and then don't don't max out like or or all these kids will be like hey i'm trying to max out at two plates and my warm-ups are 135 185 225 Not and i'm like <laughs> yeah and i'm like yeah. that's like me going from the bar to 315 to 600 to 655 yeah like that makes no sense, but I don't know. Some sometimes some things that annoy me in the gym. yeah. I, I I'm a hundred percent there with you, and I think I honestly just lost my train of thought, which kind of fucking blows. That's um, fine. I'm not in a rush. I'm chilling. I owe you. I was. Let me think. Hey, don't I've don't on you twice trust now. me. Don't don't worry about it. And besides, like I said, this is this is this is like the last the last talking point because I'm still sweating up a fucking storm. I threw a hoodie on because I need to do laundry and I'm out of shirts where I look presentable because I'm on okay, camera yeah. here. I should have <laughs> worn a presentable No, you're No, no, listen, listen to me. You're good. You're good. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. That'll be in the thumbnail. Uh, there we go. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, fuck. What was I going to say? I don't know. Things um, that annoy you. Kids don't listen to actual programming. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, hey, I'll, I'll give you a, a quick, quick thing. So 
Okay. I brought him up earlier, Damien Janap, right? Yeah. Kid just turned 17. And I just had him start working with our uh, nutritional coach, uh, mm-hmm. Sam. And he has added 40 pounds to his total in a month. Okay. Jeez. Not not from programming, not from anything like gear wise, because he's not taking anything. He just got drug yeah, tested. Drug tested nationals, yeah. So strictly from food alone, he added 40 pounds in a month. All right. Jesus. Now, all these kids out here don't realize how important like nutrition is for them and stuff like that. And they'll be like, man, I eat, you know, Taco Bell once every day and then I eat mm-hmm. Burger King at night. Like, that's not doing anything. You, you know, and I'm sure you as an yeah. athlete know, like, you absolutely need to eat food. Yeah. Um, and like, there was this one kid, um, Ranbeer, I think is his name. He's like some 14 year old. And he posted his transformation. It was from 13 to 14. And the kid looked like he added, like, looks like he added a ton of muscle. Yeah. But obviously, he hit puberty and was eating right. Like, this yeah. kid was working with Sam also. And he was, like, force-feeding meals. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, you're 20. Yeah. Um, how is your diet right now? Right now? Coming off a of knee surgery? Not too good. <laughs> okay, well, how, how was it when you were in your prime? In my, in my prime, it was pretty good. I was eating uh, – um, I did a lot of things based off of calories just because working – this is at school, and my dining uh-huh. room, I'm at a small liberal arts school, and our dining hall does not have – it has great options, but nothing where, like – like, it'll be, like, so, meals, you know? So You so said it's I on get, point, right? Yeah. How yeah. old were you when you were doing that? Oh God, it took me, it took me until just before I turned 18, a few months before I turned 18, because uh, I was getting ready for my first junior nationals. Right. So now imagine if you were, were keeping your diet in check for the four years prior to that, you've been training. Oh, I, I regret it every day. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Like, Like, that's what I'm saying. Like all these kids out here, um, they're trying to max out. They want to lift real heavy mm -hmm. and they don't even want to follow the simplest thing where it's like your program and your diet um so yeah i don't know those are those are the most important things and the most basic oh i think i was gonna say if if any this is the thought that came back in my head so thank you for that yes um what happened what is huge for a bunch of kids i feel like just getting into training and everything is staying consistent with a program like yeah like Every kid is going to make what I call, what I've always called baby gains. Like, yeah, newbie gains. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So like you said, you know, if you stay on that, uh, that hypertrophy phase and stay consistent with that, you could be benching what your former max was in two, three months. So again, that's what those baby gains are. And I feel like some kids miss out on those newbie baby gains because Absolutely. they decide to try to max out every time they're in the gym. Yeah, or um, a lot of them also follow these copy and paste programs. Mm. And I know it sounds like a good idea if you're a beginner to follow these programs, but it's going to calculate your working weights based on your max. Now, like you just said, as a beginner, your max is going to change every month, probably, Mm -hmm. you know, even every every two weeks. So if Mm -hmm. you're following this strict program that's not changing, in about two months, your max will have increased by, let's say, 100 pounds, and you're still working with 80% of your old max. 
So yeah. it's like you need to actually have a legit program. You can't just yeah, you need to get a copy paste. You need to, like you said, what did you say it was? Auto auto regulation. Yeah, auto regulation and right. regulate your program to adjust and account for your gains that you're making as a beginner. Right. Because like you said, you know, you'll you'll fuck yourself if like you as, buy, as a newbie, maybe not fuck yourself, but you'll you'll, you'll be, slow your gains down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. As a newbie, you can kind of follow linear progression to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um like for example, let's say you're doing a five by five at 185, and the next week you go to 190. Yeah, and then do a five by five, and keep doing that until you get to an eight by three or an eight by five, whatever. And then you just keep going up linear progression, yeah. slowly adding weights. Like a lot of kids overcomplicate the programming aspect mm-hmm. in a sense that they want to max out too often, and then they're so like, I need to do 87 and a quarter percent of. 201 pounds because that's my calculator max like mm-hmm. i don't know just eat right and and follow a decent program and you'll be good like, beautiful uh, yeah I, i'm with you um it's really that simple and i like i said i wish i wish i could keep my diet as strict as i could like i always think about that all the time like if my diet if i kept my diet the way it should be the way that i know it should be who knows where I'd be at strength wise. Right. Or at, That's how I feel wise. too, man. Like my diet has always been my downfall. And I yeah. tell everyone that. And they always ask me like how, how much I eat or what I eat. And I've been wanting to post videos. And just only recently in the past month, I have been consistent with my diet um, because I've been working with a meal prep company. So that's helped me a ton. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like diet is probably the hardest part for everyone. And it's probably the most beneficial. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think, I think that wraps it up. Um, unless you got anything else that you want to hit on. Um, I, that was everything on that list. Um, um what about you? What is, you said you wanted to do only lifting. Yeah. So my goal is once I'm done with football, Obviously, my knee sets me back a little bit with both. So I got to make some some tough decisions because I'm going to have I started my freshman year um, at center one all conference. I was an all conference freshman, which was awesome. Great. Then COVID ruined my sophomore year. Yeah. um, The fall and then the spring. This was my sophomore year just now. This spring, we're finally getting back into things and we put pads on after not I'm going to spare a few words because I'm not happy with the way my school handled the COVID situation and put, athletes, put athletes at risk when they weren't ready. Uh, right. Again, I, I tore my ACL in a non-contact play. Um, but anyways, then I tear my ACL this spring. So that's one year, full, full year down. And then I had to get surgery and everything. So then I'm out for this fall, my junior, my junior year. And yeah. then that leaves my senior year. So that means by the time I'm done, I will have two years of eligibility. So I'll have to make some decisions about, you know, do I want to get my master's, um, which I could get recruited and be a graduate transfer, um, or do I want to put my body at risk because I do want to do what I want to do with weightlifting. I don't know how many dudes I just said there, but with weightlifting. I understand that, dude. I did the same thing. Um, I ended up going to a D3 school and I played, I didn't play football because I wanted to pursue powerlifting instead. Yeah, um, exactly. 
I don't um, know it sounds dumb, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely not dumb. You know, sometimes you got to make those tough decisions. Which, regardless, I'm gonna finish through my senior year. Like that's yeah. guaranteed. You know, I mean, first off, um, my teammates and everything. Like, I love my school, love my coaches and everybody. Yeah, also, they become family. Also, exactly. But also, there's you know scholarship involved, um, and I got to get my at least my bachelor's. Um, right. Especially if it's if it's paid for, essentially. Um, but yeah, my goals with weightlifting, I'd like to, uh, hopefully be in consideration for, uh, LA 2028. That's okay. my ultimate goal, which I think I can get there, you know, pre pre uh, knee injury. I was clean and jerking, um, 180 to 182. So 400, 405. Yeah. I remember, I think I watched you. It was like a 374 warm up. Yeah, yeah. On, on your clean and jerk on your Instagram, yeah. and I was that's after I saw that. I yeah, was that like, was that was my that was my third attempt at a meet, and that was my meet after a full football season of yeah without weightlifting training. So I was just kind of, I, I was pissed I didn't go heavier that meet because that was essentially like an opener that third attempt. But you know you do what you you do what you got to do play it safe. But um, right. But yeah. So and then my snatch was sitting at about probably 145 150 so 320 330 um which for at 19 years old 20 years old i'd say that's that's solid i mean Um, that's solid Uh, yeah a lot of people don't even don't even fucking reach the fucking 300 pound clean and jerk even if even at my body weight so i i forget to put things into perspective like that like like we talked about earlier you know comparing myself to to other kids my age who are ridiculously strong and comparing myself to uh, people that aren't my age, just in, in the yeah. U S you know, seeing them move ridiculous numbers. Um, but yeah, that's my goal. And then when I'm done with weightlifting, I potentially will make the transition into strongman. Cause there you go. Again, I was about to say, I feel like yeah, it would do really three, well. On that. 300 pounds. Um, God, I, I've carried it fairly well. I think, um, I think I could turn this with a proper diet. I could turn this 310 into looking like 280, but still weighing 310. Yeah. 